We could not be at a more important time for mental health right now. People are isolated. Families are living together in close quarters. Nobody's leaving the house. It's enough to drive anybody insane. Welcome to the Is It Me podcast. Uh, This time, we're actually going to play you some of Chantel's appearance. It's not really an appearance so much as it is an audio ints because it's on the radio. But she came on my radio show on B98.5 in Atlanta to talk about staying mentally fit while being isolated. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Hi, I'm Tad. Hello, Drex. Blessings. What's up, Kara? Good morning. You know, uh, every successful relationship that I know about, somebody works far away. Somebody's on the road. There's on the road salesperson, <laughs> like my uh, my in-laws. They, they've been together for a thousand years. He works on the road. He's in sales in his 70s, won't retire. You think that's, you're calling that successful. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I did want to get my uh, therapist, Chantel Cohen, on the phone to ask because now it's the opposite. We are living, uh, it's like Big Brother, right? Trapped. We are trapped with our families. <laughs> and so, some advice, Chantel, um, for like kind of rules of engagement, how to navigate this. Well, set expectations is the first thing. Make sure that you know who's doing what and when. Um, I've had to talk with my kids about not leaving all their dishes in the sink. (laughs) If they have a responsibility to wash their dishes, um, that's the thing that's been flipping my lid. So setting expectations, we had to sit down and have a family meeting. It's really important that, hey, everybody's going to clean their bathroom. You're responsible for your laundry. Otherwise, it it overburdens one person. And oftentimes, that's mom. Mm -hmm. Keep to a routine. Wake up at the same time is, is really, really important. Really be clear about designated family time. I think that's important that, hey, everybody's going to show up to dinner. But then allow people their own space, too, because they, they, they need to be able to decompress and to create special projects. We have a garden, for instance. We just started our garden. I don't know how well it's going to be able to grow anything, but we're trying. Well, I mean, the sun is still shining and the water is good, right? Yep. Chantel, um, what if one spouse has a little bit more anxiety about this than the other one? Uh, what's the best practice for that? Because the last thing I, th- I would ever want to tell my wife was like, just calm down. Discount like, her feelings. Not going to fly. Yeah. I would talk to her in a language that she understands really is, I understand. I understand that you're scared. I understand that you're worried. You can't solve it, Drex. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of times you're looking to make her feel better and I, I think you just want to seek to understand at this point. I know exactly what you should say. You should say, listen, we have to get through this. We have to stay in so that home goods can reopen. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple. Resupply, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my husband has gone a little bit over the deep end, Chantel. He's like monitoring the news on different televisions and screens and his phone and a tablet at all times. And... I I feel like that's kind of his coping mechanism right now so he can get all of the information he can to process. But since I'm living in it and we're talking about it all day long every day, the last thing I want to be bombarded with when I come home to my safe space is all of this (laughs) stuff that he's kind of 
going down this downward spiral for. So how do I kind of get him to break that a little bit without discounting how he's using that kind of as his coping mechanism? One of the things that you could do that could still keep him plugged in is to just have him only share a certain amount of information with you. Mm -hmm. And also if, if he's got the TV on, that he mutes it and puts closed captioning on, puts music for you, so at least you've got a little bit of a shield. Yeah, Headphones are your friend in this situation, Yeah, he's been right? doing the AirPods, but when I'm telling you he's on multiple screens, he has the AirPods in for his phone that he's watching, and then there's another TV off to the side that he has something else on, wow. and then the main TV. Yeah, it it's like those constant. people, it's like he's working for Jack Bauer. It really is, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, right? All right, let's take a quick break. We've been talking about... Kind of, you know, navigating life stuck in the house with our immediate families, but we got to talk about the extended family. <laughs> <laughs> Is my phone the only one blowing up? <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking with my therapist, Chantel Cohen, who was nice enough to come on. We just a couple of minutes ago talking about being cooped up in the house with the same person or same mm -hmm. people for a long period of time and kind of how to get through that. But then we come to the extended family, Drax. Do we react to, you know, we've talked about how to deal with spouses and, and, and all that. What about our parents? I don't know about you guys, Ted or Kara, but they have both said, like, do you need anything? Can I help you? I just want to be with you. Are you scared? And I, I keep telling my parents and my in-laws, like, we're good. We, we're following the right procedures. But it still seems like they're scared and they're just wanting to be parental. Yeah. They want to keep you safe. That's really what it is. And so allowing them to guide you in, in some way, hey, you know what, I'd, I'd love to hear about this. Just asking them some questions to keep them engaged. I would do some virtual dinners. That really helps so you can all sort of sit around and talk a little bit. That will also calm them, let them know that you're okay as well as keep their minds occupied and involved. We were just talking with our family because you know, we have one, the matriarch of our family, my mom, she's in her 70s. You know, she's in that at-risk group. Mm -hmm. How do you convince family members who are not taking this as seriously as you that they need to? Imagine if we were all living in the same house. One person is really trying to follow the rules and wash the hands and take extra precautions. And another is saying, oh, we're going out to dinner. The Lord will take care of things. Isn't that exactly what's happening with every county, with every every place right now? There are those people who are taking things seriously and are locking things down. And then there are those people who are being flippant about it and putting everybody else at risk. So asking them, how do, how do your actions, you know, support our family? What are you doing to protect our family from COVID-19? I, I would just... Put it right out there because when I see you going out, that tells me that you're not about protecting our family. And hope that that's enough? You hope it's enough. And you may want to ask them who do they want to be? Do they want to be the person in the family who put everyone at risk? Wow. It's so funny because I was just having this conversation. I was feeling the pushback. And, of course, I'm a million miles away. So I'm trying to, like, lead this discussion. Yeah, that's hard. And... I left that conversation being like, well, I did what I could, mm -hmm. and it sucks, you know? Asking people who they want to be is really important because if you want to be the person who could be responsible for the death of grandma or everyone in the family getting sick, wow. Yeah. What, is this, what does this say about 
you know, you as a family member. We continue the conversation on the B98.5 Facebook page. We did a Facebook Live with your questions, so check it out, B98.5 on Facebook. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Is It Me podcast. If you've got a question, comment, concern, send me an email, tad at b985.com. Check Chantel out at chantelcohen.com. And uh, make sure to subscribe, give us some love, wash your hands, socially distancing. You know the drill.